Hey folks, Ryan Kennedy here. Welcome back to the show. Today I'm talking about blood pressure. A lot, a lot of people have come to me for help who have high blood pressure. And so they're on these blood pressure lowering medications, these pharmaceutical drugs that are supposed to help manage their blood pressure. Now, I know that their bodies are not deficient in these pharmaceutical drugs. So the better question is, why do you have high blood pressure? And I'm going to go over a few of the potential reasons for anyone listening to this that might be in that camp. And I'm also going to go over some natural health strategies to help normalize your blood pressure so that you can really get to the root cause of the problem and not have to be taking a pharmaceutical medication for the rest of your life. Now, if you decide, hey, Ron, I, I like this pharmaceutical drug, I want to keep taking it, you keep taking it. I'm not here to tell anyone what to do with their medications. That's not legal. That's not within my scope. And that is not what this is about. In fact, if you're listening to this, odds are I probably don't even know you. So don't take this as any type of advice or any type of guidance. This is simply information. Now, blood pressure is typically measured uh, in, in a ratio where you're looking at your systolic and your diastolic. And so the you know, medical system will tell you 120 over 80 is normal blood pressure. And if you start to get above 130 over 90, now you're in stage one hypertension. And if you get above 140 over 90, now you are in uh, stage two and, and so on and so forth. And so I, I don't even fully agree with this. I think there are a lot of things that are at play here that can increase blood pressure, even just the way that you take your blood pressure. If your feet are not grounded, if you're, there's something called the white coat syndrome, where just being at the doctor's office can make people feel a little anxious, a little bit stressed, that can increase your blood pressure. Uh, and so you're probably not fully relaxed. And so if your blood pressure comes back at, let's just say 130 over 85, where it's just barely even elevated, I don't think that's anything to really worry about. And you could always test it again in a more peaceful environment and see where it's at. I personally, if my blood pressure was at like, let's say 135 over 85, I don't think that's very dangerous. I, I wouldn't really be hyper concerned. You know, I might test it again in a week or two and see where it's at and kind of monitor things, but I certainly wouldn't jump into a, a pharmaceutical route in order to start lowering that because low blood pressure is also a problem. People that suffer with low blood pressure get lightheaded upon standing and oftentimes have all sorts of issues with their energy. Low blood pressure is not very good. You want it to be in the right range. You know, you want it to be normal. And so some of the main culprits of high blood pressure, I would say the top ones are your nutrition. So poor diet, inactivity. So lack of exercise, lack of movement and uh, being overweight uh, oftentimes causes some things. And then mineral imbalances are a huge one, guys. If you have an imbalance in your sodium and potassium levels, this is really two of the key electrolytes that help to manage your blood pressure. And other electrolytes, especially magnesium, play a really big role. And these are really important to get straight. And oftentimes, you know, people will tell, you know, commonly physicians will tell people, if you have high blood pressure, you got to lower your salt. You're eating too much salt. And if you're eating a bunch of sodium chloride, white table salt that's highly refined and processed, you should probably stop that. Stop eating so many processed foods. But a mineral-rich, unrefined sea salt is freaking phenomenal for your health and is a required electrolyte for good blood pressure, among millions of other things. The, oftentimes, the, the issue isn't that they're, they have salts in their diet. It's that they're not getting enough potassium. And so I would encourage you to listen to an episode I recently did on potassium-rich foods. 
I believe it will be published by the time this one is. If it's not, it's coming soon. And I go over how avocados and wild-caught salmon and uh, certain squashes and all these high potassium foods you should really look to include into your diet are really important. And I talk a lot about uh, why. And then there's other reasons that can cause you know, high blood pressure, alcohol um, and smoking are two big ones. Emotional stress can also be a big one. And so <clears throat> let's, get to the, let's get to the good stuff. How can you fix it? What are the solutions? Well, first of all, you would want to do the opposite of what's causing your blood pressure. So if you don't exercise, you don't move very much, you're very inactive, you live a very sedentary lifestyle, get off your ass and start moving. You start exercising, do some resistance training, improve your blood flow, and the overall vascularity of your body is going to be tremendously beneficial, especially if you add in things like hot and cold therapy, going in a sauna or a hot tub, or and doing like, you know, some cold showers or a cold plunge, phenomenal, phenomenal. When you get that vasodilation and vasoconstriction, it's like training your blood vessels and really helping to normalize blood pressure among multitude of other benefits. You can also improve your diet. If you're eating a lot of processed junk food and you're not getting very good micronutrients, you might want to start taking some supplements and eating a better diet, lower inflammatory foods, doing something where somewhat of a Mediterranean-esque type of diet, where you got some good plant foods, some good fruits, you bring in some good quality meats and some uh, wild caught fish, some eggs, fantastic. And on the topic of fish, one of my favorite supplements when it comes to normalizing blood pressure is fish oil, because high quality EPA and DHA from a good quality fish oil helps to normalize blood viscosity. And many people will say, Fish oil is a blood thinner. You shouldn't take fish oil before surgery because it thins your blood. Fish oil does not thin your blood, folks. It normalizes blood viscosity. So if you have thin blood, it won't thin it more. If you have blood that's too thick, it's causing some of the high blood pressure, it'll help to normalize that and help to improve blood flow. Hence why a lot of studies show fish oil having positive impacts on your cardiovascular health. There's lots of benefits to your brain and to your skin and to all sorts of other things. So my favorite is Carlson cod liver oil, their lemon cod liver oil. I add it to my smoothie just about every day. Freaking fantastic. You can also just start eating some more wild caught fish, some salmon, some sardines, some cod, some mahi-mahi, some mackerel, all sorts of good options. The next thing I would suggest, pump up your potassium, ideally through food sources. Avocados are the best source. Eat an avocado a day or half an avocado a day. Great source of potassium. Bananas, not so good. Decent source of potassium. They're overrated with the potassium, folks. I'm doing a whole episode on this. I already recorded. Uh, I'm going to do my best to make sure it's already published by the time this goes live. So you can reference that on the top potassium foods. Salmon is another good one. Um, acorn squash is pretty good. Uh, there, there's a, a handful I go over that are some of my favorites. And then up your magnesium. Magnesium is absolutely critical for so many functions in the body, blood pressure included. So start taking a couple hundred milligrams of magnesium in the morning, a couple hundred milligrams in the evening is what I do. Uh, and I find that very effective. I like a product called Magnesium Breakthrough, which can combines seven bioactive forms of magnesium. I also like one called Magnesium Glycinate. I get from um, Pure Encapsulations, fantastic magnesium product. If you have issues with bowel uh, mobility, you know, you get some constipation, I want to bring in some magnesium citrate, keep those bowels moving. 
those are all fantastic ways to, to get some magnesium in and to ultimately help with your blood pressure. And then, you know, the other things are pretty self-explanatory. Like I said, if you're, if you're smoking cigarettes, if you're drinking a bunch of alcohol, well, there you go. Cut those out. Minimize those. That could be the cause. Maybe you have a lot of emotional stress. Do some meditation, some breath work, some exercise, some journaling, get some sun exposure. The sun, guys, is fantastic for your cardiovascular health and really helps to improve what's called nitric oxide, which is like freaking think of it like Viagra. It's, it's great for your blood flow. It's great for your blood viscosity. It's fantastic for all sorts of things. Uh, so those are some general tips for the most part. If you just apply a lot of the strategies to living a healthy, well-balanced lifestyle, things like high blood pressure will begin to normalize. And there are some genetic situations where maybe you do all these things and you still have high blood pressure and maybe you talk with your physician and medication is right for you. I'm not here to say it's not. I'm just trying to tell you some strategies that I think are going to be overall more beneficial in your general wellness, your overall health, and provide a multitude of other benefits in addition to normalizing blood pressure. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you found it helpful, please share it along to anyone else you believe it can serve. You can submit your own question to be answered on the show by going to ryankennedyhealth.com forward slash podcast. Be sure to subscribe and leave a review for the show. Your feedback helps to support me on my mission to positively impact as many people as possible with this information. Please note the information depicted in this episode is purely for informational purposes only. Please consult your healthcare professional before making any changes to your lifestyle or routine.